Hello and welcome to Two Bloops in a Blast, episode 17 of season 2. The show where sports and entertainment collide, brought to you by three best buds that are underqualified to give you the analysis of the day, but we are here to give it to you anyways. And with that said, I am one of your hosts, Russ Wolf, and with me is Preston Sharp. Hey, Russ. And John Connor. Hello. What up, boys? Ooh, not a lot. Not a lot. We got a... A lot to go over. We um, post Christmas um, podcast, and we got some sports and some amazing Star Wars uh, Rogue One recap, recap uh, movie to go over. So, where do you guys want to start? Let's start with Star Wars. Well, how was your Christmas uh, breaks or actual Christmas so far? Uh, Anything exciting for you guys? Um, I, I mean, I got to see my brother-in-law who lives in Sweden. He's in town. We went and saw a movie, and that was fun. Um, not much. I got one whopping day off work, so. <laughs> oh, that always sucks. Oh, well, I did too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just had Christmas Monday is off. on a, a yeah, Sunday. A Sunday, yeah. It's nice, though, when you work at a bank, you get, if it's on a Sunday, you get the following Monday off, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, because of New Year's. Yeah, we get or, we get next Monday off. So. Yeah, that was nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just I was like, God, this is like the fewest days off I've ever had. <laughs> I made my own um, eggnog for um, my uh, my my parents' Christmas party. That's pretty really cool. yeah. How do you do it? Um, well, because I was going around, I was going to make it with uh, Brahms eggnog, which is you know nice. apparently the best, it and. I went to like every Brahms and they were out and then they even like said, okay, we're going to get a shipment in on Saturday morning and we should have it on the shelves by like 11. I went there at like 1030 and they were already sold out and I was just like, shit. Yeah. So I got on the internet and I found a, a recipe for eggless eggnog, eggnog, because if you make it yourself, you put a, a raw egg in so it. So nog? Yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome though. It's really easy. It was just like heavy whipped cream, uh, whole milk, a lot of sugar, uh, cinnamon, <laughs> vanilla. So it's a health drink. Diabetes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, bourbon, uh, brandy, and a little bit of rum. So does it become solid if you put uh, protein powder in it? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> but um, man, it was a hit. Everybody loved it, so I was excited. I think I'll make it again next year. It was tasty. Maybe they just liked it because you loaded it up with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Or, or sugar. I, now, you know what I do with my eggnog? Pepsi. Pepsi? Half Pepsi, half eggnog. <laughs> just, it sounds weird. It looks yeah. weird. It's the best. Hmm. It is like my favorite, you know, holiday drink, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if it didn't have like 4,000 calories per small glass, I would uh-huh. have it all the time. I all actually right. haven't had it here man I, I should make some for you guys next year because i mean Rhett was like down in it with the, the virgin part of it and so she loved it without the, without the alcohol, alcohol of course <laughs> she, she was like you didn't get your, your three-year-old alcohol <laughs> come on Russ. No, she was loving it though i was like this is good sugar milk and uh, cinnamon vanilla i mean did anybody awesome. get one of the nintendo oh the classics, classics? no 
Did you? No. Uh, I, I mean, Be- Becca was going to get sweet. one, and I tried to tell her, like, look, when this goes on sale, like, you're going to have to be, like, online yeah. at midnight. I, or in line, yeah. I need to be, like, I don't know what, what you're talking about. They, they released oh. a Nintendo Classic. It's, like, a box that's, it, I don't it, know, maybe 10 inches by... Yeah, it's about, yeah, 10 inches, so it looks about, like, that big, but it's it looks like the classic NES. With classic controllers, and it has that fifty you plug games in. already loaded on it, mm-hmm. but it's of, all digital. And of, right. one of them is Tecmo Bowl. Well, if it didn't have Tecmo Bowl, there's no point in making that yeah. thing. Oh yeah, that thing sold out like like hotcakes. So was it like the Mario's, yeah. Tecmo, Zelda, a few um, Mega Man's, and like yeah, Sight by Mike Tyson Punch Out. Mm-hmm. It has a what about lot Contra. Of is Contra? On I don't there? know. I think so. But Becca, oh, like, she didn't listen. She was like, she goes. She logged on to Amazon like at like noon the following day. She's like, they're sold out. She texted me, they're sold out. And I was like, this is my shocked face. I took a selfie and sent her just deadpan. No no expression. This is my shocked face. Yeah. No, I heard they sold out at like right when they went on sale at like two in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was crazy on Amazon too. Man, I will so get that. You yeah, know, I still have my cool. N64 with, like, every good game that came out on it. Really? Goldeneye, Wave Race, Mario. We should just have, Mario like, a, a N64 night and just all party over here yeah. and play it. I, I mean, that'd be awesome. Mario's, like, Goldeneye is awful. Right, yeah. It I mean, it's it. awful. I don't even know how we enjoyed that. But Wave Race is still fun. I played that Wave Race year. is fun. Um, Mario Kart is always fun. Mm-hmm. And then Mario 64. I could probably beat that game. Over and over and right. still keep. I mean, that game was like revolutionary for me. But oh, yeah, I love that game. everything else kind of sucks. Yeah, it's hard. Those, those first three D graphics like that, they don't hold up because, I mean, the way they're Pilot Wings is fun too. I played because that. the Gears of War guys look real. Right. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the fatalities in MKXL? Uh huh. Yeah, I got that. Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's why, like, 8-bit and even 16-bit, like, that kind of stylized can kind of hold up because it's just more artsy-looking and less flat, you know, yeah. instead of trying to be, like, 3D, so. And I wonder if those games will be easier now that you're going to be able to save them. Mm. Can you save them? I, that's what I was told. I don't, I don't know for a fact. Yeah, I didn't know if they just ported them exactly straight over and they just played the same. But We couldn't save any of those games. No. no so we had three to beat Contra. Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had to just leave it on. Like and, Mega Man, you and Mario. Meg- oh yeah, for sure, Mario. Like just, Mega Man, you were able to get some codes, and so like every time you'd beat a um, a boss or something, they'd give you a code. So if you turned it off, you could plug in that code, and you could come back, and it would have those, that boss beaten. But that was like one of the few that did that. But man, that's yeah. I know. It seems like such a simple thing that I mean. Yeah, we take for granted. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, everything auto saves now. Now it's just like, I mean, yeah, oh, we're saving for you, right? <laughs> Unless you're a masochist and like to play Dark Souls, because that game is fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I, I even tried it. It looks cool though. Yes, but you try every game. I do try a lot, but I just stick to the basics. I'm still playing Destiny a bunch. Tyler got me a copy of Dark Souls on 360. Uh huh. What, what is, it, is it sick? Is that what you mean? It's just impossible. It like you can't. It doesn't auto save. 
and you can't like hit the pause button and then save it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you'll go like well, even the fights are like hard, right? The when fights you... are super hard. Yeah. If you die in the middle of a fight, like you have to start basically over the level. Uh, and the levels are not exactly the same when you replay it. And it's so just it's, it's 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 built on yeah it's built on people like it because it's hard that's the only reason you like it uh, so if you like those kind of hard one of the rarest <laughs> trophies that you have on any console is people that have like 100 dark souls dark souls 2 oh i bet so. and i think they just did three i think yeah i think they came out with another one but yeah so i mean they oh god it's just i mean why would you even enjoy that i have no patience little patience i guess i don't, I don't really when it comes to game. people that... now well, it's funny because we grew up, like, not like the being able to save. So I think it's just the progression of games getting a little easier and auto-saving and stuff that you just automatically kind of get in that groove, you know? Well, and it... Yeah, because we beat Gears in, what, three sessions? Mm-hmm, yeah. Probably a total of eight, nine, ten hours, maybe. Right. And that's how long it says it's going to take. Yeah. So... And the same yeah, thing, I guess, even the, I guess the challenge with, is gone. And even the same thing with years. Remember that the chapter before the last is like the hardest in the game. I know the last. And then chapter the last was, chapter is like a breeze. You're like, that's was weird. Like nothing. I mean, yeah. And the, remember that one part that we kept getting. It was that the, when they were bringing those waves in, and mm-hmm. you were, you had to set up your defenses. Yeah. And I was. I mean, we just they they had the the, the damn uh, what's that gun called? Drop shot. Uh huh. God, yeah. that thing was killing you. Oh, I know. I mean, just killing you. Oh, I was like, Russ, just get off the turret. Just <laughs> get know. off the turret now. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, they just kind of start making things easier near the end, so. Which is good, though, for me now. I understand. Time, like, time is, I don't know, you don't have much time when you're older, so. <laughs> you want to beat stuff, and you want to be able to do it in timely fashion and have fun with it. Yeah, there's one, there's one game I played recently that... I, re- I really liked the game, but I tried to play it on Expert because I thought it was going to be kind of a cartoonish because it was a Deadpool game. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it on Expert um, your first playthrough. You have to level up playing it on Normal. Mm-hmm. And then do a second playthrough with it? Yeah, because it's just not it's yeah. not a reality. The guys are just <laughs> way too hard to kill. You're way too easy to kill. Oh, man. We should try Insane on Gears. Yeah, we should. Yeah, Didn't we try it on, like, two or three? Yeah, we tried it on three, and we just ended up not having enough time. We just, yeah. We, I quit going up to Kansas, or you That's quit what going was. to Kansas. We were playing in Wichita. Mm-hmm. So, we should. We, yeah. we, I got Xbox Live now, so. We gotta do it. Gotta get on. But, uh, yeah, so, episode, um, or not even episode, but Star Wars. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One. A Star Wars story. So, real quick, um before we get into actual spoilers, we could kind of do a nice little easy review. What did you, what you guys, what you guys think of the actual movie? I loved Without it. like big spoilers. Um, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, yeah. I, a couple guys that I worked with, they were, I mean, they were kind of different. Like, cause they all, we all like went and saw it at different times, but mm-hmm. everybody in the office has seen it. And I was like, so a couple of them said they, you know, kind of iffy and then on, Others said they absolutely loved it. Um, I thought maybe people that didn't like it maybe were just expecting 
Like they don't know like an episode. Like uh-huh. it's not Never going expected. to be as right. good as the episode timeline. They just right. don't know what to do with it because it doesn't have Chewbacca and Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just it, I think that I kind of threw them off. There's no mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. There's no. I mean, it's just nothing. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's references to Princess Leia, all that stuff. But, right. But it's good that it brings the universe. It like expands the universe mm-hmm. and ties everything together and fixes the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. Hole that they had. Um, no, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I thought it did exactly what it needed to do, and it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I thought it was a little grittier than right. Star Wars. Yeah, that's what was really cool about it. I, I really liked it, and I really liked the robot. <laughs> yeah. K or K-something, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, God, I don't know. I want to say K-3PO, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Um, but oh my gosh, yeah! I mean, I was blown away, just hands down from the beginning to end, just the way they they shot it and the the way they decided to do different way they they showed this everything in the movie from showing the planets and saying the locations and stuff and not having the uh, traditional crawl at the beginning. Yeah, that was. I mean, big. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a great way. They did exactly what they needed to do with these to make it different. Yeah, but these standalone films, they you could see that they're truly standalone, which was really cool. And um, I mean, I loved it just as a movie. Like, I loved it because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. But showing like the war side of it, it really felt like a war movie instead of like just a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And just the few scenes of Darth Vader are awesome. Oh, my I mean, gosh, they yeah. they utilized him perfect. Yeah, like the when he's in inter- that that general that meets him because he wants mm-hmm. command after they get the Death Star built and stuff. Right, right. And he's mad, and then like Darth Vader does the death grip on him, <laughs> and it's just uh, oh, and I then, mean, and then the lightsaber it. scene when he's trying to get the the, the planes, planes at the end, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so full spoilers now. Um, I Everybody it, dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> I thought that was so brilliant. I was yeah. like, this was so cool. Like, again, going back to, like, saying something that they never do in Star Wars movies is kill everybody. I mean, it was a really good dark tone that they needed to do, I felt like, in this movie. Uh, I thought that was brilliant. I, 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 I kind of showed... knew it. Honestly, I, I don't think it's that big of a shock or right. it wasn't even like a twist or whatever because mm-hmm. I was like they all have to die I mean and when I saw the danger they were all in right. that it they seemed like trapped I go mission. I go they're all gonna die I mean yeah. this is 100% because they can't bring these characters back into the story no um I don't unless they just kept going with on I don't know well yeah give them props though I mean but in this day and age of building franchises and universes and stuff movie theater or movie studios love to try to make sequels out of things so that's what i thought was i thought it was great yeah it's tough to to make a sequel when you kill everybody the most interesting (laughs) death in the movie which was most interesting for the star wars just because it happened in star wars was when the monk died because they did on a really personal level and they really focused on his death star wars doesn't do that you know like, you don't see Han Solo die. Like, you see right. him fall. Yeah. You don't yeah. see anybody. You saw him die. Right. Yeah. And you saw people react to his death. Like, it was 
personal. It was... Well, that guy that mm-hmm. was, like, his best friend. Yeah. Um, have you seen that guy in real life, by the way? Mm-mm. He looks like nothing like that character. That oh, really? Like, I mean, it's just, like, I don't know. That was kind of random. But, yeah, just... Yeah, that was very intense, like, intimate scene. Yeah. They were just... Oh, I mean, everything of... I thought it was... I just, loved that guy, by the way, that monk. Yeah. He was... He was maybe my favorite character. I mean, yeah, the... Uh, the comedy, like, the comic relief was all spot on. It was, like, perfect. Nothing seemed cheesy. It all, like, flowed. It was like Star Wars. Like, yeah. the four, five, and six episodes with Harrison Ford. It was good comic relief, but not too much. You yeah. Know, not... The way they brought everybody together, too. I mean, yeah, I felt like everything, like, flowed perfectly. I felt like it was a great, great story. And you called... I did. You called the, the Death Star... <laughs> Man, I'm so glad I told you guys before the, I saw the movie, so I could say I called it. Yeah, yeah. Russ, he he told us before the movie started that he's uh, he's like, I think I know what 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 the movie's about. I think you know the dad of the main girl mm-hmm. is going to create the Death Star and then give with a hole in it. Yeah, and then give the planes to them to to the uh, rebel lines. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, but then when you right. said it, I was like, well, that actually makes sense. Yeah. I mean, in in the movie and everything, it makes perfect sense how he had he said he had to keep on working to make it look like he was still doing what they told him to do, but yeah. he secretly laid that path in there for the ultimate destruction of it. I was like, yes, yes. fix all the holes Yeah, no. in the first one, because everybody made fun of, after years and years, you know, people like to dissect movies and... There's so many people out there that were making fun, and even the Family Guy has an episode about the Death Star, the yeah. Death Star, and just like talking about how this one spot they could seems like find a pretty it. big flaw. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, so, I mean, I was like relieved that they fixed it and kind of retconned yeah, all that stuff it, in there. It actually is. It's perfect. I mean, it's almost like they planned it like that, even though Lucas didn't. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's God knows it's great writing. Wrote. That's the show. It really like. is. I mean, they the guys did the research that wrote the movie and directed it, and they uh, like because it was gritty and stuff, but it still had the Star Wars feel. Like it didn't right. have the crawl, but right. I, it, was, it still had the feel. You could tell it's in the universe, but it was still totally different, which I I loved. You know, so yeah. I mean, I and what I, I realized, I saw it a second time, uh, just like by myself because Callie, we've been really busy, of course, with holidays and stuff like that so she does want to see it but I mean I was so pumped I had to go see it again and what I realized what I love so much about it is it reminded me a lot about um, uh, Return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. in the last part where Return of the Jedi has three different scenes battle scenes going on you know you got the people down on Endor trying to take down the the shield generator then you got like Lando in the space battle Mm -hmm. and then you have your personal battle with Luke it was the exact same. They had a space battle, they had the ground battle, and then they had Jen, you know, or so trying to get the plans. Yeah. So it was like, it was, it was perfect. So it was like, that was the Vader, mm-hmm. uh, Luke, and then, oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even think of that, but yeah. That, right, that right. Was... You don't think of it, but then when you feel, like, that's how it feels like Star Wars, but they do it, their own twist on it, yeah, you that's... know? It was awesome. It's actually really cool that they kept, I mean, I love the... You know, the CG was great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was beautiful. We, we knew it would be great, but I loved the uh, the city, the uh, 
that the you, holy city or which which where the Death Star plants were. Oh, okay, yeah, the compound, their yeah. security compound. Yeah, yeah the, the like on the Empire City. Or yeah. it looks I like thought it was so cool. Palm tree uh-huh. island in Dubai. That's what it looked like <laughs> it, it was set up. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was sweet. And that it, was so cool. And like that imagery at the end with the 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 Death Star coming over the horizon, you could just like see it. I know. I mean, I was like, that is beautiful. That's <laughs> so cool. Uh, yeah, that, that whole thing was awesome. And then like, seeing the shot. And okay, real quick. Up everything. What, uh, did oh, we, why, it. when they shot the Death Star, did it seem like it took forever to destroy the planet? When in the other ones, it just, gone. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it could be the different reactor. They, they only used one reactor every time to blow up Jeddah. They just blew up a city. And in this one, they weren't blowing up the planet. But it said they... It was destroyed, right? Or it was oh, the, just the city was destroyed. Yeah, they just blew okay. up the city because they didn't want they they blamed it on a um, mining accident. That was what was so cool. They were still having to play with that. The empire, you know, was still trying to have the senate mm-hmm. and control them. So they were still doing things behind the scenes to try to look like they weren't literally trying to take over the universe. Does that make sense? No, it does. So I thought that was really cool. It was a really cool play politically where that's where Lucas was trying to get to when his prequels on on 1, 2, and 3, but... They suck. Yeah, they suck. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. It'll be fun, and we get a different Star Wars every year. I do kind of hope that they do, like, a revamp of the pod racing, because that's the one thing that would have been really cool. Yeah. In from those movies, from 1, 2, and 3. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, Somebody was telling me, well, a guy at work, actually, a couple days ago, I was talking to him, and he said, and I don't know if this is true or not, but, like, a lot of people would write in stories, Mm -hmm. like fan fiction, I guess, to Lucas, and if it followed the storyline and didn't interfere with anything, he, like, accepted it in the Star Wars universe. It's like he like certified it or something. Well, well, what they ended up doing is they had they had so much going on back in the day with with Lucas that he would license it out to you know people writing novels and comics. Oh, okay. And it was still like Lucasfilm was in charge but of it. He all. wasn't. He didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, he he might have looked at it, but he at the end he had other people in charge of the whole his Lucasfilm's empire. And they were, like, picking and choosing, and that's why everything was, like, canon up until Disney bought them. And then Disney said everything is gone. Is gone. Disney revoked, I guess. Yeah. So the only thing that is canon... Did they do that? Yeah, I mean, I they, they did. They, they bought it. So, like, the only thing that's canon is the first, you know, three uh, originals, Lucas's first three, or the, the prequels, and then Clone Wars... The cartoon, so, and, and then everything going forward. So, like, if somebody wrote a novel, mm-hmm. and they had the permission or licensing from Lucas, and then Disney buys it and says, no, it doesn't count. I mean... Yeah, nothing counts now. So those are called, um, they're calling them legacy. But they're allowed to keep the names and stuff in them, because they already had them, right? Like, if they're using, referring to characters that are within the... The main, are you, are you talking about now or no, then? like older ones? Well, yeah. So like they all had the right to do it before. No, I know. I didn't but, know if they like went back and said. I mean, you, that would be just an army of copyright suits that 
Yeah, so now... No, I didn't mean, like, they're, like... If, if they just, like, made them change the title or something. Mm -hmm. Not the not the book or the, oh. pull off the shelves, but I didn't know if they... No, they're just, they're just easily saying it's not canon, so... You could read those now for fun, or it could be, like, what you thought the expanded... It was called the expanded universe, so... It was the expanded universe before all this happened, and then Disney now took it over to restart going forward. Yeah, I never, I didn't know any of that. Actually. Yeah, so because, and that's another reason they didn't want to be held down or tied down to anything that other people wrote in the past. So they do want to be like Marvel and being able to control the message going yeah. forward and the stories and but the names I and mean, everything. Did they maybe like think to look at some of them and be like, yeah. "Hey, this is." We could use this. Or... Yeah, they they did on uh, Rebels. Um, it's a cartoon okay. that's happening right now. There is still a um, a character that, like one of the one of the biggest villains in the expanded universe, they brought him over, and they're okay. still using him. Okay. So yeah, it's things like that. They they're so, still kind of picking and choosing little to things. bring them on okay. if they want. But yeah, they don't want to have to be like tied down exactly to it. Huh? So, yeah, I mean, that's still cool. Mm -hmm. But, man. I mean, how cool was it, too, going back to just Rogue One? Like, it was a good way to show the Rebels were really scrappy. And there was, like, a gray side. You know, like, that main character was, like, killing someone at the very beginning. And, yeah. Like, they were really, truly, like, spies and, you know, saboteurs, like they said they were. I was like, that is so brilliant. They didn't sugarcoat anything. It, it wasn't. They could have made it seem really it cheesy. Wasn't as... It wasn't It wasn't black and white as four, five, and six. Right, so yeah. It was, they made it gray. It was, that was, it was what's really so, good. It was brilliant. The only thing I would say, I didn't like the CG of Tarkin as much. I mean, I, they, they, I felt like they could have, what did you think they should have done? Uh, wider angles and wider shots. Instead of the close-ups. They did a lot of close-ups when we saw him, right when we saw him on the first time on the screen, where he saw his reflection in the in the mm -hmm. window like that kind of stuff was awesome I think they played too much on showing close ups of them I just I mean they probably spent a ton of money on CG forms they're like well we might as well utilize it <laughs> I know and I, I thought Princess Leia looked good yeah I mean I did that well, was a, he looked cool. good he just I mean, he looked did. like a, like how video games did right look. yeah which is amazing but it, you could tell it's CG right I feel like they could have made it look better if they would have done a few different angles. I thought maybe they'd just get a different actor. Yeah. That I mean, that would look similar. So, I mean, I guess give them props for that because that would have been a little bit too crazy, I think, to get a whole different actor. Yeah. But that, would, Marvel, that was cool. Marvel did it with Iron Man. War Machine. <laughs> That's true. So. And I still don't like that. <laughs> no, I, I don't either. It's, I like it bothers me one. when I watch Iron Man yeah. 1 and I'm like, yeah. And they did it with Hulk, so I yes. guess. No, I know. That, yeah. yeah. No, the Eric Bonham one, I've told people this, it does not, it's not a part of no, the Marvel it's not. Cinematic. It mm -hmm. was released completely separate. Under and, Universal. Yeah, it's not even, yeah. but but a lot of people relate it. They're like, oh, they had three different Hulks now. It's like, no, they had two. The, right. The other one, not even close. Yeah, yeah. But man, it just makes me really happy with uh, going forward. There's always going to be they had to nail this one, and they did. So I feel really good going forward that it's, of course, in good hands, and they're going to be making some really good standalone movies, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we know they, they hit it out of the park with the, you know, episode 
seven. So have, have you seen? Do you watch Big Bang Theory? I mean, I used to. Do, I, I, I mean, I, don't you, I don't know if we talked about it yet or or not, but they had an episode last season where the guys go and see The Force Awakens, uh-huh. and I just watched it like when the DVDs came out, so you know it had already been out for a while. But it was like apparently right when the movie was being released. That's when they made the episode, mm-hmm. and and like they were basing like their lives on <laughs> like whether they would be happy ever again uh-huh. if it was a good movie. You know, they're like, "Is it good? Oh God, it's gonna be bad." You know, they were like, "It's gonna be one, two, and three. And they, and it, I was like, "God, it." I made fun of it, and then I was like, when I was going in Rogue One, I was like. Man, I hope it's good. Yeah. I was like, because this could kind of send it, because I look at what what Batman, the DC's doing, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of on the on the, on the the fence right mm, now. Right, yeah. So, and I'm like sad about that, because I, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Like, when I heard Disney bought, you know, Lucasfilms, I mean, I was overjoyed. I was, I was depressed that 1, 2, and 3, the prequels, we're going to be our last Star Wars we were getting. I was sad because they <laughs> ended up sucking like, so bad. I mean, I wish we just didn't get any. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm glad they're doing it this yeah, time. It's, uh, so, you, you saw Doctor Strange, but you had that yeah. disappointing feeling. I, yeah, see, I had disappointing feeling with Doctor Strange. Um, I mean, I... I just... You didn't like I Well, I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't up to, I felt like, Marvel standards. For well, me, because like I walked that's away. That's a really complex backstory to build in a right. movie. I thought it. I, yeah, I, I thought it was. Too. Well, here, here's what I go back to. Like, I walked away from Ant Man being like, that was a great movie because I hated Ant Man or knew nothing about him. He, they he's made him interesting. Character. Yeah, he's a stupid character. They made it interesting. It was a good storyline. Uh, I, it was funny. Paul Rudd's character. Was it was great. great. Like. I loved Ant-Man, so I was like, okay, cool. So maybe they can do something with uh, Doctor Strange. I don't know. I felt like they were just trying to put too much into it. And then with Civil War, it was great, too. So then you're... Yeah. I see what you mean. I mean, it was cool because I love Marvel movies, but I'd be definitely down there. I mean, just for the uh, aesthetic reasons alone, it was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, mean, it kind of reminded me of... uh, What was that Christopher Nolan movie with... Inception. Yeah, Inception. Like, you yeah, know, the buildings moving right. and everything. But, I mean, I, I liked... It's more world-building, which is I, good, I but... It. I really did. I uh, I disagree. Yeah, there's a lot of people that liked it, so... I guess I'm in the minority. It got good reviews, too, mm-hmm. and made gajillions of dollars. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, they cleaned up. I think it ended up making the most of a November Ever. release. Yeah. And this Star Wars made the second most... Of a December release behind yeah. The Force Awakens, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is weird because we saw it uh, on Thursday night, like one of the very first showings of it, and we had basically two thirds of the theater to ourselves. I know. We had our own row. I mean, I, I just think that's Oklahoma weather, and people didn't want to well, go. Well, I mean, it's 100%. Because. Yeah. Because I went on Monday, and, made, it, and it was packed. And it like, was, yeah. So I was like, okay. Well, because I asked the guy who went on Sunday morning. He was like, yeah, that's a good time to go for movies like that. And he said it was really crowded. But yeah. not like horrific. You'd have to wait in, you know, in a roped off line for a while. But he said he said it was crowded. I was like, there was honestly it was it was as if the movie had been out for, right. for three months. Yeah, I mean it was cool. I mean, it was 
one of those movies I clapped at the end. You just feel, I just, you just are, I was smiling the whole time I was watching that movie. You know, it's just like, you, oh, it's just so good. And, uh, I mean, Disney, Disney is killing it because, um, this year, let me see, they made, they ended up making, and this was before like even Rogue One came out. Five dollars off these movies? Yeah, so, this was before Rogue One was even released. There was this article out here, and Disney Studios, uh, Marvel, Pixar, Disney Animation, they made, um, just in 2016, 2.4. Four nine billion dollars. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And Star Wars will make a lot, or Rogue One will make a lot more money, right? Yeah, okay. next year too. So, and just without Rogue One, does that include international? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and yeah, and that, it's the um, it's the highest domestic box office year for any studio for, for any any studio any year. So, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're and now they're just going to crush it because Rogue One even came out. So yeah, they're kind of setting, like you said, we're, they're setting the bar like extremely high, and I mean, they're just kind of dominating the movie world right now. Oh yeah, they are. Which I love it. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good stuff. Heck yeah. We even got yeah, what is it? We're gonna have Infinity War coming soon. Gar- Guardians. Well, and that's two. So the Spider Man. Spider Man. Did you see the trailer for Fast 8? Yeah. That looks sweet, too. Yeah. All those Fast and Fast and the Furious? Yeah. That looks cool. Dom turns bad. No. Yeah. No. Yep. He's a bad guy. Like, turns on his family. Yeah, turns on the family. Because he was a bad guy in the first one, but like... No, no, but he's turned on the family. He, he like, turns on on all of his buddies. Yeah. Really? Like, kisses Charlize Theron in front of Letty. Yeah, it looks crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're too. Who's Charlie Stewart? Yeah, she's yeah. the villain. Yeah, she's one of the villains. Yeah, it looks cool. Have you guys seen the Baywatch preview too? No. Oh my gosh, we'll have to watch that. Afterwards. Is that the Zac Efron? Yes, he is and like exceptionally, ridiculously so oversized. Like, <laughs> I mean, have you seen him? Yeah, yeah, like, you see him. I in saw his preview. Like, pictures of him in like a People magazine. I was like. I mean, what the hell? He must have literally lived in the gym. Yeah, for like I mean, the last year. I heard uh, about this like a year ago. You know, they announced that they were doing a Baywatch movie, and I thought it was going to be a joke. You know, what I mean, like I didn't know how good it was going to be. And they have The Rock, and I mean, it looks like you know Twenty One Jump Street funny. Okay. And they just like it looks hilarious. But yeah, I mean, I'm like that's the way to do a Baywatch movie. It looks it looks good. It's got The Rock. It, it looks like it's going to be a lot of. And fun. I think Zac Efron's funny. God, yeah. I, mean, I probably sound really not straight right now. Well, I mean, I actually think it's funny too. You're not wrong. No, I was just yeah. Well, well you know, who would have thought we're talking from, about from, uh, from what it was a High School Musical that he would turn into like this big star that he is? I know because he's hilarious. Because he's one of those. I was talking to Callie. He's one of those actors that plays off his silly. You know, I mean, he doesn't play himself serious. You know, yeah, he doesn't right. take himself serious. I guess. And in his roles, they actually like fit him really well, and they just makes it a funnier movie. No, I agree. Because sometimes those child actors they like try to go extreme or totally different from what got them there, and then just doesn't turn around mainstream, you know. So yeah, I know, I know. It's just stick with uh, what works. Yeah, what works, you know. And it, 
That's funny. They're like, oh, I got to do my, my Oscar role now. Right. And then they never get to be that then they big know. celebrity yeah. they used to be when they were young. And yeah, so. Oh, yeah, that's funny. We'll have to check that out. So. I, uh, I went and saw Hacksaw Ridge over the weekend. Have you seen good? that? I wanted to. I haven't seen it. I, I didn't want to see it. I was telling Russ that <laughs> I thought it looked incredibly cheesy. And I was like, but it is a Mel Gibson movie. So I was like, hey, I mean, you know. Say what you want. The son of a bitch knows story. Well, like, I, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, Mel Gibson, he's an Oscar winning director. So, yeah, he knows how to do I it. I mean, the guy can, the guy can uh, direct. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So, but it was not like cheesy at all. Like, the character that Andrew Garfield's playing, like, I was like, he just looks so, whatever. They showed video of the actual guy. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's, like, spot on. <laughs> the way he talked, everything. Wow. I was uh-huh. like, oh, okay. Just kind of, like, southern, you know, that mm-hmm. really thick draw. Mm-hmm. And uh, just almost too cheesy, happy all the time. All right. But... It's a cool movie and just horrifically cool. violent. I right. mean, just it makes Saving Private Ryan look uh, like really, it, yeah. It looks it's like a walk in the park, huh? Well, yeah. It just and I thought Saving Private Ryan was like the most violent war movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But it, oh God, you talk about just gruesome scenes. Man, I have to check it out. It makes me not want to go to war. And the sound in it is awesome because uh-huh. it's like exceptionally loud, as if it would be, you know, if you're in a battle, like, because it's right in the battle, mm-hmm. like, the whole time, so. That's pretty cool. It, I mean, I mean it, it is a cool story. I, I, I wouldn't have even seen it, and then I saw the reviews it got, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so I probably need to see it, because it got, like, 8.9 stars on IMDb, which is, like, insanely high. Yeah. And, like, Golden Globe noms already, and everything, I was like, all right, I guess I should check it out. It's good. Oh, cool. Watch it. Definitely. Gotta see it. Gotta see it. Man in the High Castle started. I saw a trailer for that. Yeah. Gotta get on that Amazon. I was like, yeah, there's Russ's show. Yeah. It's good, too. That It kicked off really good. We've seen a few episodes there, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to watch it. It actually looked kind of cool. Yeah. I love that alternate reality kind of stuff, though. Those are my favorite kind of storylines, I think. When it comes down to it. You need to watch Black Mirror. I know, I need I to. I mean, just yeah. the very first <laughs> episode, it, and you'll be like, what the hell? did Because Becca was like, my wife, she was like, Preston, just watch this show. And she's like, I want you to know, I want to know what you think about it. And I watched the first episode. And it's like, she's like, I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I mean, it just, yeah. if you watch it, it's like insane, like, the premise, uh-huh. it is absolutely insane. But it's, like, legitimately realistic. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I know that it probably most definitely couldn't happen. But, you know, they make it seem like it right. could, and they, they show the effects of it. Could, did I tell you the premise? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Or the first... The first yeah, yeah, the guy... Because the, they're all different. Kidnaps, they're they're yeah. all stories, yeah. Well, and the first one is not really sci-fi, like the Twilight Zones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of... Like I said, it's, it doesn't have that sci-fi feel. It's just insane. Yeah. You know, guy, the prime minister wakes up, and all, and it's just this frenzy. Uh, that's how it starts. And mm. they're like, oh, they watch the ransom video, and it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, they pause it right before 
the demands. And he's like, well, so that's it? You know, blah, blah, blah. What do we need to do? <laughs> They're like, we need to uh, just kind of get you prepared for what's about to happen. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, you have to fuck a pig on, <laughs> on national TV in order to get the princess back. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like this is ridiculous. <laughs> Somebody was on some uh, good drugs whenever they I wrote mean, that. But you need to watch it. it. It was like really. Oh yeah, no, I I want to, like really bad. And then I started to watch. I watched another one that was really cool, um, about like how everything your eyes see you record mm-hmm. and you store it in like a like a memory chip that's in your ear, uh-huh. and basically your entire life is stored like a camera. Yeah, and. <laughs> But it's got a story. I mean, it's, yeah. it's actually really cool, just the premise of it. Right, yeah. No, that's really cool, too. No, I mean, it, it always sounds awesome. Just time. Mm-hmm. You don't have enough time to watch and do things I don't want to do. Watching too many shows as, as it is. <laughs> yeah, there's too much going on. It's hard. Paw control going, or Paw Patrol on <laughs> half the time. I got to compete <laughs> Kellen's Nick Jr. shows. Right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, Paw Patrol, I heard, is huge. It's, I'm it's glad. so annoyed. I'm glad Rhett never got into that, so. Paw Patrol. I mean, I have, I have this song in my head all the time. So it's like you're getting your own little private hell like I had at Barney. Oh, up. yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yes. glad I got uh, right onto this uh, superhero squad. That is a legit show. That is sweet. <laughs> well, this is what, like, basically trained me. Oh, like yeah. This show. You're gonna like and this. I'll watch it with you. This. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking her to Star Wars next year. I already have it down. She's gonna go as Rey. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I, I watched a documentary on Netflix that was about the evolution of hip hop. Ooh. Uh, it's by a. It's just a no-name Canadian rapper, and it started. I mean, like the very beginning. Is it like the evolution of dance? But no. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's the actual title. Uh, oh, okay. It was a four-part thing. Uh, did you know that most of the lines in Sugar Hill Gang were ripped off from battle rappers? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. How did they... Like, they heard. interviewed the battle rappers. Oh, and, okay. And every one of them, independent, like, oh, yeah, this was so-and-so's line. This was so-and-so's line. And every from one of them... From, like, big rap battles or something that they were in? Yeah, just parties. Huh. It was really great. I, the guy did a great job, and it like it ends like the last, the fourth episode is uh, gangster rap in L.A. The first two, well, the first three are taking place in New York, and then the last one is talking about gangster rap and what spawned that. And, straight out of Compton. And, yeah, straight out of Compton. It was uh, it was pretty great. It was Cube and Dr. Dre. That was cool. And easy. Glad we're not around right now with the... Always seeing, like, you know, like, memes and videos and, and pictures of, like, what the kids grow up now listening to rap and all the guys are wearing, like, girl outfits and flamboyant stuff. You're like, this isn't rap. <laughs> They're all nice. And I know, I know. <laughs> trying to be it's like, you guys, I mean, <laughs> watch this Straight Outta Compton video. Those guys, I mean... They didn't dress like they were, no. you know, little posers or whatever right. you're pretending to be. 
Yeah. And nobody was naming designers. Right. I mean, they all went to like, yeah. they all lived in shitty situations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched an interview with Ice Cube and, uh, cause I love Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, he is a good guy. But he, he, uh, was on like Jimmy Kimmel or something. And they were doing this, uh, thing like Ice Cube saying pleasant things angry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jimmy, it was Jimmy Fallon. And he would give, him a random line like Ice uh-huh. Cube didn't know what it was and he had to say it like Ice Cube you know yeah and he was like you know like I like to take lavender baths in the morning with <laughs> salt scented candles next to you stuff like that uh-huh. and uh it was hysterical oh man but but anyway in that in that interview he was talking about like he kept he messed up on one of these like man I went to the California Compton high school district he's like I don't I'm not smart <laughs> But uh, it was, it was funny. You should watch that seriously. It's hysterical. Oh, okay. Ice Cube saying nice things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will look that up because that sounds yeah, <laughs> pretty excellent. Oh, well, good. Anything else in entertainment while we move into some sports? Uh, I saw a poster. I may have talked about this already, but I saw a poster for Kingsman Two. I don't know if you guys watched first Kingsman. Heck yeah, I, I did. Really love that movie. I ended up not seeing it. God, you are Yeah. You're worthless. <laughs> My Dude, wife has it's, seen it. It's like uh, it's not UK's what you it kick-ass. Right, yeah. I mean... It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's vulgar. I wanted to Violent. see it like... It's one of those that I want to see in the theater, and then it just never got around to it, and then you just kind of forget the, about it, and when it comes out on video, I just The church scene it. alone it is, is worth it. just the whole <laughs> Just the church scene alone. I mean, it's, it's insanity and yeah. awesome. Samuel Jackson, his lisp. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's I'll awesome. To, look it I up. saw a poster for the second one. It comes out in October. Nice. Yeah, I knew they were coming out with another one, so. Yeah, that oh, that's rad. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out with a World War Z. Two. Two. Yeah. Soon, so. That, That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, I guess. I guess they didn't cure the virus. <laughs> or, or weren't they, like, just battling against it or something. Well, no, they, they found figured out that if you were diseased, yeah, 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 just hiding from it by injecting yourself with like Ebola and horrible diseases, but right. they had the vaccines for it yeah. immediately. And the, I guess maybe the zombies figured it out. Or I mean, there's still tons of zombies, so Critical maybe it's just them going around killing them all. <laughs> they set up a democracy. Yeah. And, you know, they, <laughs> they're actually pretty civilized now. Literary zombies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Nice. Yeah. Well, what sports do you guys want to talk about first? There's still a lot in the NFL that happened. Some uh, local stuff happening at OU. <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of that Allstate where you're like, what sports? I'm like, yay, sports. <laughs> yay. Sports ball. Um, I don't know, the Mixon press conference, you want to... What did you think about it? Yeah, I mean... I, I, I didn't see it, but you mentioned it. Yeah, I, I heard it on the radio and I just... I could tell he was just really sincere, so I'm I'm glad he got out and he was able to speak and apologize and I don't know I think it was everything he needed to do and it really answered a lot of questions. It kind of I don't know I, I was just glad you could tell he was sincere about it and you could tell it was one of those legal things that his lawyers didn't want him to speak for a long time about it and yeah. with the actual video coming out, you know, it was glad that he was able to still apologize well, I mean, and come out. Yeah, with. The video, which I don't know why they waited so long to release it. Was, her, her lawyers didn't want it to come out. Period. Yeah, and it, you know, it was something to do with uh, the 
um, some, uh, not registration act, but some kind of like legal act or something. Um, the Freedom of Information. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a Freedom of Information Act that they were trying to tie it down for so long, but then they had to release it because of that. Because like the um, Oklahoma, you know, Associated Press or something sued Norman, and they, it was in, for trying to hide the video. Yeah. So, Which I mean, yeah, I know why they tried to hide it, because. But it was her lawyers trying to hide it. Nixon no, wanted the video out. Well, he did. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I. I know why her lawyers didn't either, because, in a suit. Right. Yeah. Against him. Yeah. With she, all these, yeah. I mean, suits. again, I'm not defending what he did, but. Her being the instigator wouldn't help in her settlement. It right. Was, it was a pretty big win for her lawyers for that video to be released and not have the audio. Yeah. Because he claimed that a, a racial slur was made. Correct? Yeah, it was not just him, though. I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I mean, I watched the video, and I was just kind of baffled at what transpired. I was like, it seemed like he, was he came over, and, and all of a sudden, something was said, and mm. boom, boom, boom. And that was it. I was yeah, like, well, what was crazy was, was it looked really... like he was getting ready to walk away. Like, he, he kind of started to turn away. Well, and then I, something else got said, and he like turned around and then she shoved him, and then well, she said, "I think her rebuttal was that she said he called her friend, like you know, like a faggot." Okay, and that's what I heard. Which I don't condone that word. Sorry, I'm just you know that yeah, yeah. repeating what I heard. So no, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's one of those horrible, crazy things that you shouldn't do when you're out drinking anyway. Uh, you know, 18 and stuff like that, just bad things could happen. But like I say, like a split decision with it all happening, I'm glad he got like a year suspension and now people are thinking that he should be suspended or again or something like that. And it's just kind of like, well, it's, I said, you know, it's double jeopardy. I said it's, already, it's dumb if they, it already if happened, they suspend yeah. him again because there's nothing on the tape that's different than anything we already knew. Right. It's yeah. just it's visualized. We, right. That's all it is. But it, it's yeah. not like, oh my god, he just did three blows to her face and then jumped on her head. I mean, it was you know, he just quick hit, broke her face. One of the things that I couldn't figure out was, like, she had that, like, you know, skull <laughs> fracture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did she crack her skull, like, hitting a table or something? Because if he hit her hard enough to crack her skull, why was there no blood when she got up? There was a little bit. Like, it was more, I think it was on her, her face. Her face should have exploded. If she cracked her skull. I mean, not necessarily, I don't think. You Maybe think of, like, concussions like and stuff, and they don't, people don't bleed, and that's, like, your brain moving, so. Yeah, but that's not a skull fracture. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know the medical and all that stuff behind it. Yeah, I mean, just, that's I'm just, just glad, my, like, I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm just glad, like, Stoops had a press conference. They all finally were able to get out and, and talk about it, which... He was talking about his community service that he's already done, and you could tell he almost sounded like he was going to cry on some some parts when he was talking, so how he wanted to talk about it a long time ago, and his lawyers wouldn't, so I'm glad it yeah. finally got out. I mean, I feel like he still might be here next year, I just mean, to I help. I think it'd be dumb for him to leave. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, I heard on our local radio station, Sports Animal, Barry Trammell, who is like the... Uh, I don't know if he's the beat writer for OU, but him, no, he's, he's like not, basically the he's like the main authority when it comes right. to writing. He's an AP writer, so yeah. 
for the Oklahoman, and he he was basically saying that Bourne is possibly going to still kick him out of school now. I don't think that's going to happen. And I just thought that was weird. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be weak. Or just n- not kick him out, because I think that... I don't know if he could have right to do that, because maybe. everything... He'd already seen the video two years right. ago. Yeah, Bourne already said stuff. But I think maybe try to just influence him to just jump in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I understand why he wants to come back. You need to let the video die down. Right. And then you need to, you know, do things to better your image. Have a great year. And, yeah. You know, somebody will find, I think the the value of the running back position is going up now, so. Right. It'll be a hostile environment for him in Columbus next year. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it'll be a good, hopefully a good game. Hey, he was like, the brightest right. part of OU in that game. Yeah, he was yeah. like the only thing that worked. So I mean, he was. I don't know why he didn't get more touches still, but that's neither here nor there. Right, right. Yeah. Man, so yeah, looks like that'll be a good, good bowl against Auburn. <laughs> I I think OU wins that. I mean, I was. I really do too. I was looking at the biggest games to bet on mm-hmm. for you know if you're wanting to put money down, and I. Told you Tulsa was a surefire. I didn't bet on it, but I, I wish I would have. Um, and then I I really like Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then I really like OU. But like I was listening to Paul Finnebaum today, and he was talking about it. it's so difficult though to gauge bowl games because oh, it of is. the motivation factor. Hey, I mean, you could see with all these bowl games this year already. It is. It's been really hard to gauge. Because you, you just don't know who's going to prepare the right way, who's going to come out wanting to win. I mean, there's so many things that go into bowls with the time off and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And some coaches are, you know, they have a major advantage over other coaches when they have extended time Ex- yep. to pr- play for mm-hmm. prepare. You know, so, yeah. I know. Like, I feel like a lot of people are now leaning towards Auburn. When it right came out, I was like, oh, oh, he's going to crush him. And now, like, I feel like a lot of people are talking Auburn. I, 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 like, I, ah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I think if up 75% of OU's offense shows up from what OU's offense looked like for the last 10 games of the season, yeah. or nine games of the season, they're, I mean, they're going to beat Auburn. I think the motivation factor will be there for both teams right. because both teams were eliminated from the playoff about three or four weeks into the season. So mm-hmm. they didn't even think they'd have a good season. Right, yeah. And then they they made a New Year's Six Bowl. So, Heck, I mean, even the Big 12 is, on average, doing a little bit better than people thought in the bowls already. Well, they're so Baylor winning. Two and one, right? K-State winning. I mean, people didn't think any of those. Yeah. K-State won? Uh-huh. Yeah, they beat them. They kind of dominated. I mean, yeah. A&M made a comeback, but they led for that entire game. Yeah. Did Trevor Knight play? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Not very well. Yeah. I mean, but, he, he was just coming back from his injury, so I think that's probably what played into it. He wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, when you come back and it's his first, I think it was yeah. his first game back, so he just, he wasn't what he was at the beginning of the season. No. But hey, it could be. When they were ranked could fourth be, in the initial playoff ranking. I, I just I'm looked, OSU is, uh, OSU is beating Colorado right now, so it's looking yeah, really good I for know. the Big 12. We need to watch that game. I know, right? So, um, kudos. It could it could change the um, the uh, you know the perspective of the Big Twelve. Hopefully, for next year at least. It it seems like that 
you people know, can it, be like, I oh, okay. They, I think people put a little too strong of emphasis on bowl records because they're like, you know, if if their conference goes six and three, are you better than a conference that goes four and five? Mm-hmm. I mean, are they? I don't know. Right. You know, they, like half, maybe the team that went, got six wins in a bowl game, they might be playing like, you know, basically FBS schools or FCS schools. Well, I mean, I, I look at the, because it's all about the matchups. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, watch the game last night. Indiana played Utah. Indiana was like the second to last team in the Big Ten East or whatever yeah. it was. And uh, at six and six, just barely got in a bowl. And Utah was ranked. Yeah. I mean, that's not really a fair matchup. Did Indiana fire the coach? Yeah. They and, did. And they should have won the fucking game. Yeah. Oh, still. That's, that's bad. But Poor coach. And that pissed me off because I was the only one in the entire, uh, in my bowl pick em league that picked Indiana. I really thought, I thought, about, I I really thought about picking Indiana in our podcast, but since they fired the coach, I was like, eh. And they covered the spread in Indiana did at least. Yeah, they did cover the spread. I'm sure they're excited about that. <laughs> but no, I mean I I just look at the uh I didn't mean to sound like a smart ass there, Russ, sorry. Alright. Um I uh I look sorry, at Russ. the you know, when you look at the matchups and it's it it does like it, it's gonna definitely make a better impression on the big big twelve. But I feel like if the SEC goes eight and two one year, they're just bragging, and if they go five and six the next year, they say the same thing what I'm saying right now. Right. I so yeah, it, I know, it irritates it, yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, because it's just so depends I'm just on like, like you know what? It's all want. about the matchups, and that's it. I mean, yeah. that's where I mean because how many you know Mississippi State played what some who did Mississippi State play a mid major school their yeah. first Miami Ohio. Yeah, it was yeah. Miami. Okay, mid major, and they almost lost. Exactly. I mean, it, it's that's yeah. the matchups. Whereas, <coughs> I mean, the Big Twelve has played. Uh, okay, wow, I'm drawing a blank. Boise, uh, West Virginia, and Boise is a mid major, but they're not. I right. mean, I put them as a power Miami esque school. And uh, well, I mean, they yeah, and A and M. I mean, that's a good win for the Big Twelve. No, those are so. Does Colorado, if they end up winning Oklahoma State, this will be a good win, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a top 10 team. Yeah. So. No, no, I I agree. I'm not trying to say it's not going to better their impression. I just kind of wanted to go on a little rant. Right, right. The whole how it's Oh, yeah, because I I I know it's like what you mean, because, like, even if they come out ahead, then the national – you know, perspective or the narrative could be like, well, bowl games don't matter that big. Yeah, SEC still, SEC still right. the best conference. I mean, that's how when, it always when they, when they just make the narrative how they want it. So yeah, it doesn't persuade sometimes. Exactly, but sometimes it could help. I'm just saying, going into next year, hopefully, it could maybe get stuff going in the right direction with the Big Twelve having a, uh, a championship game and too and everything. Big Twelve with Texas, hopefully, making a turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, Herman can make a big I really think Herman will have them Big 12 contenders. He is a good in, coach. Within two years. So, I mean, heck, they already got the players there. Yeah. He, They might yeah. win. I mean, he went down to Houston and went 11-1 and right. won Florida State in the bowl game. I mean, 
He could probably win 10 games next year. Didn't yeah, he go undefeated at Houston against uh, top 10 teams? I think so, yes. Wasn't it like 5 or five and 0 or something like that? OU, exactly. Florida State, Louisville. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe there was another random game. I think there was another one from the year before. Yeah, we beat uh, Florida State. Yeah, we beat Florida State in the bowl game, but they had another big win the year that year. Yeah, I don't know what their non-conference. But I think that's what they said during that last game when he wasn't there. Mm. They they need Texas needs to be big for the Big Twelve to be nationally like thought of as. That's what I think is killing them. It's not that. The conference is bad. The, the the middle of the road teams are still the same. You right. know, the bad teams are still bad. Right. It is in every conference, but it's the top level teams. You know, it's good for college football. Everybody's mm-hmm. that an anti Texas fan is going to be mad at me for saying this, but it's good for college football if Texas is good. Right. Yeah. I mean, when Michigan was bad, it did not help the Big Ten. It did not help the Big Ten. Mm-mm. And now they're back on track, and the Big Ten perspective has gone up. Right. Just immediately. Yeah, Even though there were teams that were, Michigan State was yeah. really good replacing mm-hmm. Michigan, but they just aren't thought of like that. Right. It's like the Pac-12 whenever USC's not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you even saw at the end of the year, people were like trying to Put will USC in, USC in there. five losses. <laughs> and counting. Let's Come on down. Let's put them in the national team. Pretty sure they haven't killed anybody this year, so let's go ahead and put them in there. <laughs> I mean, when Todd Blackledge put them in his final four, I was like, Shh, just shut up. Yeah, I mean, I'm done listening to you. <laughs> Can you do uh, your, your Vernon Lundquist impersonation? Because that's how I'm imagining your response to that was. I did the Vernon Lundquist during the OU or the Alabama-Florida game. My wife cracked up. <laughs> Can you just do it for me because now, though, please? It was... And for our listeners. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so happy. That's good. I mean, it just sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's like word parts. It's not even really a word. <laughs> I mean, it, it just yeah. I, I go back to that Alabama against a and game when Jonathan Allen, who's an absolute stud, picks up a touchdown and or gets a get picks up a fumble and runs it back for a touchdown. And they acted like it was the greatest play they've ever seen in their life. I mean, they were like, he, he strips the ball. A, he didn't strip the ball. Somebody else stripped it, but they were claiming that Jonathan Allen did it. And they were like, that's the difference between Alabama and everybody else. They have 300-pound guys on the defensive line that can run four or five forties. And I go, I'm pretty sure A&M has a guy on their defensive line that is going to be the number one pick in the draft. So shut your fucking mouth, <laughs> burn. <laughs> I mean, it just irritates me. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's I'm glad he's retiring, right? Because I can actually stand to watch an SEC game. Then. Maybe. And if Gary Danielson's still there. <laughs> I have to turn the sound down. Ooh. But how about them Cowboys? Yeah, I know. Dallas, they, baby. Uh, nobody, locking up. Nobody picked that they would have the home field. <laughs> no. Yeah, no one did. With Romo, and then without <laughs> Romo. Absolutely no. I mean, right. there's just no way anybody would have taken them. Uh, I mean, were, were you guys surprised that he, did, he didn't get any snaps once they had the 21 point lead? No, because this this is my um, take on it. 
I think they want to try to keep his trade value up as much as they can. And if he gets injured again, I mean, they're, they're screwed. Yeah, they lose but, money. But, I mean, so. don't they need some value for the team in case Dak gets hurt in the playoffs? Uh, um, no, they already named um, Sanchez as the backup. Oh, the dirty Sanchez. Yes. Really? Yeah, they already said that. So, oh, wow, okay. I, I think they're trying to keep when did a they lid say on that. that. Um, I think just yesterday or two days ago. So, I had not heard that. Romo's a starter. I mean, he's got yeah. starters. I mean, you've got guys and, like and that's why they want Bortles if, and if Colin he, if he goes to Denver, that's I mean, scary, yeah. good, good luck, everybody. Yeah, with that defense. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, if Trevor Simeon can get them Close seven, the eight playoffs, wins, yeah. yeah, that's right. Good luck. <laughs> so, I, I think, yeah, so they, I think for even Romo's sake, I don't think Roma wants to go out there. I mean, he hasn't played all year coming out of um, uh, injury like that and surgery. You don't want to get thrown into a game and no. get injured again and just lose. That would have been a bad I want, that I want been a bad Jason Garrett to put him in like the last play of the Super Bowl if they're winning. Oh, yeah. Just so he can take the knee. Yeah, yeah. And that just would be cool. That would be nice. It would make my life. I would just be oh, so happy for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, they would have to do that if, if it came down to that. I mean, if they made a Super Bowl, it would, just, right. it would make me so happy, dude. Oh, just man. as much meaning as that guy. I think taken. they're the favorite in the NFC. I, I don't. Seattle's really good, but they're not going to play Seattle in Seattle. Right, yeah. Which is. And Seattle's been actually not as consistent and, this year. I'm since saying they lost first Chancellor, time. too. Yeah, and they, they lost Cam Chancellor. So. And they lost. Uh, didn't they lose a receiver? Uh, break his leg last year? Yeah, bro- broke his leg. Tyler Lockett? Or, yeah. Is that right? The K State guy. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, and then yeah, it's looking that, pretty solid. What about the Raiders? You think they got a shot now? Oh yeah. <laughs> Matt McGloin gonna take him yeah. to the promised land? Oh, yeah. I felt really bad for them that, too. That, that was just hard to watch. I was like, because you're like, I know the fans are like, oh no, why me? <laughs> as Derek Carr's like crying on the ground, but right, you know that's what they're thinking. As, as fans. Um, do they, they make it about them? It's like, about themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Raiders. But, <laughs> Break but my I, mean, heart. I feel bad for them because it's like we finally have a really good team. Oh, I know. And then this shit has to happen. Yeah. But yeah, they don't have a chance now. No, no. Matt Maybe a slim, but no. You don't <laughs> think Matt McGloin's gonna pull it? Dak Prescott? I mean, just, hey, they, maybe. They, they were it making happened. a little too much hype about him closing the game out last week. I was like, I mean, he has nowhere near the talent that Derek Carr has. Is the best thing that happened in the NFL this year when Zeke Elliott jumped in Salvation Army? <laughs> it's the best thing that happened to Salvation Army. I, I mean, it it was great, I thought. Yeah, that was awesome. It I thought, that was, their, I thought it, that was classic. It boosted their revenue... Like they said, they came out and even said it that their sale or their donations sorry, yeah, yeah. were like quadruple what they wow. were or something like. I mean, just they could directly relate it to mm-hmm. to, to the Zeke thing. And the NFL waived the fine, right? Awesome. Yes. Yeah, they had to. I'm sure Jerry would. I mean, I'm sure Jerry would have paid it for him anyway. Technically, but. they sh- if they go by their rules, they should find him because it was a prop. Mm-hmm. But they tried to find a way out of the technicality. They're like, how can we find a guy for literally the, the <laughs> reason why charity, <laughs> you know, the, right. the donations increased for charity. They're like, that was a bad, yeah. that's bad press. So we're going to waive it. And then, because then Jerry Jones is like, I'm going to sue you if you, if you find Zeke. And Zeke, oh, yeah. Zeke ended up paying 
anyway. He ended up paying the fine. Did he? Or yes, what would have been the fine yeah, if yeah. he donated it. That's awesome. Yeah, my uh, my uh, brother-in-law's sister was on the, you know, the field. Uh, yeah, those sweets. Sweets. Yeah, she so was cool. literally right. Like, she was diagonal to it, and I saw the video. I was like, that's so you cool see to her? be right there. Yeah, she was there filming it, and it all happened, and it was awesome. Oh, yeah, that was, that was on my so parents' cool. end of the field. She was, like, right there. It was on my parents' end of the field. Yeah. It was on the other side of the end zone, uh-huh. but it was on our side. Oh, our, yeah, our I was end. like, it was classic. I'm I glad he you. did that. That was I so love, cool. Yeah. Oh, I love him, too. I love Brady. I, I love that. I mean, like, I, I've texted Michael numerous times during Cowboy games. I'm like, I'm like a Cowboy fan. Like, yeah. And it's not, like, just because of Zeke. I I was a Cowboy fan, like, when I was yeah. growing up, I really did like them. You know, Bengals were my favorite team, but there wasn't much to cheer for in the 90s. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I liked watching the Cowboys. I loved Emmitt Smith. And, you know, they, they they haven't done much. Right. So, but now they're back, and I was like, and Dak Prescott. The storylines are awesome. And yeah. Then, you know, Dez. Yeah, it's you know, all I was like, and it just reminds me of the mid-90s teams. I, yeah. I've, I've said that, like, for the last eight weeks. I'm like, mm-hmm. this team just kind of reminds me. Of those teams. Yeah. I mean, I love their offense, and their offense is playing to their strengths of their defense, which has been kind of down. I really nervous mm-hmm. when so Tyron Smith good. walked off the field on that screen, though. Yeah, I mean, he's half. fine, though, right? They, I think so. Nothing. Oof, good. It did look like a group, like, because that's what takes, like, especially offensive line. And, and him, the, especially. The weight they have on those legs. I was like, oh, my God, that could have torn something. And for the record, Michael, I love you, but, man... Your Facebook post during Dallas games depressed the shit out of me. Yeah, but are they? They're they're just depressing. They hurt my feelings, man. Well, he, 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 he tries to go so negative, you know. Oh, well, I mean, and, <laughs> I'm I'm the same way. I, I don't post it, but I'm I'm the exact same way. It's just like I, I check my We're Facebook feed. We're very pessimistic feed. fans. I check my Facebook feed, and I was like, oh, well, Dallas is going to lose this game. I feel it's going to be an Eli night. Obviously, you know, Dallas is going to blow this. Dallas sucks in December or January. He must have said that four times. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I gotta it's go depressing. back and look. It's depressing. He sent me a text saying something to that sort. And I was like, dude, it's, I mean, it's a road game. It was cold. I mean, yeah. the Giants are good. It's not a bad loss. No. And Dak is a rookie. He's got to have some I mean, weakness. Two losses. Uh, oh, my God. How, I bad. can't believe that. He has two losses in his first 14 games. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. They, they said, like, Steve Young, because in the NFL primetime crew or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, well, who is that? Is it Rich Levy or the guy that kind of hosts it that's not an athlete? He said, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm standing next to Steve Young, Hall of Famer, and uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, Trent Dilfer, which, thanks to his defense, but <laughs> anyway... Uh, and he's like, "What did you start out, hey, Steve?" Defense wins like, championships. Preston. He was like, "I was uh, six and nine in my first year, or something like that." Mm-hmm. And and uh, Trent Dilfer was like five and ten or something. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so that shows you what that oh, has yeah. done. Oh it's yeah, like, I mean it's it's hard. It's gonna be hard to pick MVP this year. I just and I love the storyline that he's played into the position off of her quarterback yeah. since high school. Yeah, it's, since high school, that is Since cool. high school. The guy couldn't get a starting job unless people got hurt his entire life. 
I mean, that's amazing. It, it, it baffled me. I, <laughs> I know. I was, he, did you watch the thing on, about how, it was like they did this whole thing on ESPN, on how the Cowboys ended up getting Dak. Like, all the things that had to take place. Like, oh, all really? season things. Mm-hmm. And, like, and they were, they were just like, it was so bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with, they traded up to try to get Connor Cook in that round. Oh, really? And they they didn't get him. Mm-hmm. And so then they went Dang. back and got back. So they wanted Cook. Jeez. Man. And, I mean, yeah, it would have been a totally different season. And then it's you got so Roma getting hurt. And you got, I mean, just yep. so many things had to take place. And uh, the oh. other quarterback, uh, Kellen, Kellen Moore. I know. And I was like, this is insane. And I was like, when are people going to just start betting on Dak? I mean, he's accomplished a lot in his football career. I mean, I think and, he's one of those guys that's just a... He's a real-life football player, man. He's not... Mm-hmm. Like, he's... I think mean, he doesn't have the, the big physical skills that, like, Tom Brady had. You know, he can't throw the ball, you know, 80 who, yards on a pinpoint. Who does he remind you? This is where, like, I, I'm like... I think scouts need to pay better attention. Obviously, Drew Brees, nobody wanted him, and he's all famer But who does he actually remind you of that is currently in the NFL? Russell Wilson. Exactly. I mean, he is yeah. a replica of Russell Wilson. Yeah. Four inches taller. Yeah. He's like six, two and a half, and Russell Wilson is, I mean, lucky to be 5'11". So, where did they, I mean, what were yeah. they thinking? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He has the exact same tools as Russell Wilson. And all the, those intangibles the, must have not looked good just on paper. And the, I mean, he made Mississippi State relevant in I football. Know. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> that's, no, I know. That's enough. Because they're not a relevant they, football team. The uh, combine or, or something didn't jump out. I mean, because no one though, no one else was after him either though. I know. You know, so I don't they probably I don't thought it was just like a system thing in yeah. college and right. But, but I mean, and, you know, the guy might have just seriously worked on being a better pocket quarterback, knowing that that's the way. Because that's like Russell Wilson is a pocket quarterback, but he scrambles when he needs to, right? And he's good at it. That's kind of how Dak is. Well, yeah. He's a pocket quarterback, but he'll scramble when he needs to. And they can do the, you know, the read option. They do mm-hmm. that every now and then. And it freaking works every time, it seems. Yeah. They said one of the development things they did with him whenever Romo got hurt was after that, in practice, like when they're running drills, he couldn't leave the pocket. He, uh, he like, wasn't, like, they blow the play dead. Yeah. And they make him redo the play. Well, good. No, that's awesome. That, and it saves... Good quarterbacks in the long run for oh, sure. You think this Dallas Cowboy draft class is going to go down as one of the best draft classes? If they win the Super Bowl this year, they're I mean, it, it, yeah, because of even all the controversy within it because everybody's like, why did you take Zeke at the four? And then I actually was really happy and then Jerry Judge, Zeke at the four. I, I was too. All these Cowboy fans called into the sports animal and they were like, and I was just, I listened to it and I'm like, yeah, they probably should have gone defense. But I was like, you're not going to be disappointed. Right. For, I've been watching him for three years, <laughs> and he is a really good all-around back. I mean, yeah. not Yeah, like, he could catch. He's, he's dropped one pass all year. Um, he's a, excellent out of backfield. But his biggest back. thing is he yeah, I love blocks. Power. He loves to block the, for the quarterback. He is one of the best. He was the best pass-protecting running back in college, and he's probably one of the best in the NFL right now already. Mm-hmm. You look at him picking up blitzes. He like loves to hit people. Yeah. So yeah, I just uh, and then you and they got Dak in the fourth round. And then they got 
Jalen Smith in the second round, who, if he didn't tear his ACL in the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State, he would have been, like, the number three pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. He was the, like, number two defensive player coming out. Like, him and Bosa were going to be. Yeah. So they got him just because he got hurt. But that guy, I mean, he'll probably recover and be really good still. What yeah. do you guys think about so, the uh, defensive end? Uh, what is his name? The Irving? Guy? Yeah. Who's like Iowa State. 11 feet tall? Uh, yeah. He <laughs> played at Iowa State? Yeah. I mean, where did that guy come from? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, mean, he's dominated. And he hasn't even really played much this year. How did he not. How is he not able to keep a job on Kansas City's practice squad, but he's able to That's dominate? He's been cut like three times. Two NFL games, personally. Against good teams. Against good teams that meant something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Some pros, like, they still like blossom or like, something happens and it just clicks for them. Maybe. Later on. Yeah. Down yeah. In, it in was their like career. watching somebody change a position. Like, I mean, he didn't play linebacker, but it was like watching Lawrence Taylor in his prime where he's changing position. Because this guy is changing pass angles, he's blocking. Man. Dude, when they were bananas. in that Tampa Bay game, they would, because that tackle was just getting, I mean, just beat destroyed. Right. It was It was sad. I felt bad for the guy. But they would throw the running back over there uh-huh. to, you know, for extra protection. And, I mean, he might as well not have been over there. Yeah, just so it was, didn't even slow him down. I was like, wow, this is, where did this guy come from? Yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. And it's not like he's like, He's a gigantic man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, like an absolute physical specimen. He's not like, like Reggie White big guy. I would have just taken a chance on that guy because of his size. Yeah. So, man. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's just a, another great story for Dallas because I mean, that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they got it rolling now. I mean, well, they, I mean, they they look good. They got they got a young team and, God. So they'll have a bye in the first playoff? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. They got home field. Yeah. And then, well, I know they'll have home field and so, like, yeah, I just hope they just don't lose. They'll get a, first they'll game get a bye, and then they'll play the winner of the wild card. Probably right? uh, new the Giants, and well, there's going to be like like it's either the Buccaneers or the Lions are still in it, or oh, okay. we don't know who the wild right. cards are yet. The Giants are, mm-hmm. but that other wild card, yeah, we don't know. Okay. So yeah, it's well, and then they date the other two division winners. So you got Seattle. Is going to be home field, and then uh, the Cowboys. But you still have the Packers, mm-hmm. who are probably going to win the division. They'll host the playoff game in Lambeau, so they could play the Packers. They have to be able to say the Packers still have to beat Detroit. Yeah, this week, right? Yep. Yeah, it's a play-in game. That's a man, big game. And it's in Detroit, right? I think it is in Detroit. Uh, it might be. I don't know, but it's a, that's a big game. Because those are, you know... Dude, have you watched the Packers lately? They're on fire. I mean, dude, Rodgers. What the heck? Dude. Rodgers. <laughs> he woke up. Your stuff is on fire. <laughs> Somebody call the fire department. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he... He's the commercial. He, uh... Yeah, he's just gone bananas. Yeah. He's and, back. And... They've won, like, six straight, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, they, they're going to be a scary team playing the, in the playoffs. You don't want to play a hot team like that. That's scary. No. No. So. Especially a quarterback like it could that. be a good, it a could be a good championship quarterback. Yeah, Steelers are on a roll now. Yeah, Steelers are good. I mean, well, if you think about it, like a lot of the teams that are going to get in are, with the exception of like 
Seattle. It's like a lot of your powers, your football powers, mm-hmm. you know, with the Steelers, uh, the Cowboys, the Packers, I mean, just, yeah. you know, New numerous others. Yeah. yeah, New England. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good, good playoffs. Hopefully. It should. I mean, I, I hope Dallas wins. I mean. Yeah. That'll be awesome. I think it'd be, and I think they, it'd be better if they beat the Patriots, because. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, it's just. You gotta beat the best. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It, it, you don't want the Patriots to fall. Right. You know the Patriots lost last year to Manning, but that's okay. Because you don't right. want to play Kansas City. But, yeah, but playing Kansas City. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's a Super Bowl. Who gives a shit, really? But you yeah. know, you want to beat the best in the process huge. of winning. Could be cool. Could be a good Super Bowl. Guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they have a legitimate shot. Nice. Very. So, uh, did it's you? Just weird saying. But it, yeah, no, I didn't expect that. Especially not this quick. Yeah. Okay, did you see the Warriors cap on Christmas Day? I saw first half. At least the end? Oh. I I only got to see the first half because there's like 9,000 people at Becca's family's house. I just... Oh, so you watched like... Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. I I heard. It was was like... I was cheering. I was just going... Dude, the atmosphere there was like the finals. It was insanity. I was like... This is so cool. And Richard Jefferson, when he dunked all on, was it KD? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Richard Jefferson, who's like did Kevin 49 Durant, years old, did dunked he, did on he Kevin fold Durant. like he did in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah. He had a great first half, mm-hmm. and he was awful in the second half. Yep. I mean, awful. He was, And he had the last shot, and he, he fell. fell. And I was like, yes. And he just <laughs> he looked at all the stumbling down. idiot. Yeah. Nobody told me about that. Yes, yeah, awesome. he had the yeah, shot. It was awesome. That would have won it, and he just fell. And like, that was yes. it. Clock ran out. And Irving, by the way, is a star. Yeah, he's a stone cold killer. That guy. He I is. mean, this guy is unbelievable. Yeah. I I watch him. I'm like, because he drove. Wow. Yeah, he uh, he drove and uh, was a layup to take the lead. Yeah, I mean, he like did I mean, just like one of these double pumps. Yeah, play. Plus, he hit the two threes, of course. Yeah. Just like he did in the finals. Just, just in the finals. So. Lights out and under pressure, and then he hit the game when he shot. The turnaround. It's what the Cavs need, you know, I to, stopped, to have somebody decide to look I stopped watching whenever Golden State, whenever Clay Thompson missed the uh, going from the corner underneath layup, and he just, like, missed a layup that was basically uncontested. Like, uh-huh. the guy tried to block it on the front side of the rim, and he just kept going underneath. And he just missed it. Man. And I got called into another room. And I he said, airballed it. I yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> it, was just unbelievable. Just it was an easy, well, I mean, not for me, but for him, it's an easy play. He's an NBA player. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. uh, did he just throw that straight up in the air to come straight down? Because I think that's what happened. <laughs> I, was, I was like, did that just happen? Like, did it hit yeah. something? No, uh, that was hysterical. The, no, they got 14 in the fourth. The, the Warriors did. And then, like I said, the dunk. Well, he actually dunked on two people in the fourth quarter. Jefferson did. And he got a technical because he winked at Durant. <laughs> nice. After he dunked on him, he winked Good. at him. And then he, they teed him up. And the announcer was like, "For winking? he's 38 years old. He can taunt if he wants to. <laughs> if he dunks on Kevin Ray, he yeah. should be able to taunt. Exactly. Right. He played for the Nets when they had like Jason Kidd. I think he played with Oscar Robinson. <laughs> Pretty sure he did. I mean, at the very least, Pistol Pete. I mean, I'll be honest, I think he was on Arizona's national championship team in, like, 95. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Oh, man. Maybe. I don't know. He's, he's been in the league for forever. Their defense looked 
legit there at the last minute. Or I know two. when they needed to, they stepped up. Well, because you know LeBron kind of came out for a little while. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is it. It seemed like they were folding it up, and then they kept it together. One of the last possessions, I think they they got them to um, uh, violation on uh, time. You know, mm-hmm. So they couldn't. I mean, Steph Curry violation. was frustrated. You could tell he couldn't yeah. hit anything. That was awesome. Um, it was good stuff. I loved it. I loved it. I loved so hopefully it. it'll be that way in the finals, and uh, we'll see another. Hopefully it'll be that way when they play Oklahoma City in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That looks probable. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, know what, yeah. this Alexis Arenas guy is starting to play. We need somebody that can shoot, and he's starting to shoot well. So yeah, maybe hopefully. maybe something will we'll uh, just go on a tear and will come of this. I don't know. We still need something else. Oladipo getting one hundred percent will be huge too. Yeah. So. I, mean, I yeah. would feel a lot better about it if we weren't in the Western Conference. <laughs> okay, oh, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Agreed. Because we'd probably be the second best team in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm... Well, I mean, with Russell Westbrook, the guy is yeah. I mean, he's going gonna, to get the MVP. He's going to get the MVP, and I mean, we could even just be fifth, you know, seed or something. Middle of the pack. I mean, but if we make a run in the playoffs, you know, it could happen. You know what one of my pet peeves about the, uh, the animal is? Whenever people call in and discuss contracts, yeah, because they never know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, they're they're not lawyers, you know. <laughs> or, and they're like, "Well, do you think Steve Adams is worth twenty million dollars a year?" You know, I'm like what? I don't, I don't know that he makes that, but you know, <laughs> I don't know how his contracts structured, but um, uh, they've gotten pretty good at knowing the, the contracts when it was down to all that K or all the KD stuff the K, and yeah. trying to. Well, no, I'm not saying the guys that work at the animal. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just saying at least callers. people because people were right. so concerned yeah. about KD. They, they, like, they feel like they they've read some article, so now they like understand. Yeah, yeah. the inner workings of a GM on the NBA <laughs> level. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I could run that team. I'm, I could be Sam Presti. Like, yeah, man. I'm sure you did well in high school math classes. You sound like it. <laughs> No, I know. It, it can be ridiculous. But I, that, those are the people that I like to listen to sometimes. Yeah, that's funny. Well, you guys want to get out of here so we can go watch the game too? Yeah, I do. Let's get going. Well, thanks for uh, checking us out out there. Uh, you can drop us a line at, or email, however you'd like to get a hold of us, at uh, two bloops and a blast uh, dot podbean.com uh, there is where we post and we could also check us out at um, what is it iTunes all one yeah. word two bloops and a blast uh, the number two gmail is the same two bloops and a blast at gmail the number two and uh, let's see yeah podbean we have even a bunch of old episodes you can track all the way back to some of the first ones and we have some of our list masters out there too so if you guys like lists uh, we have a bunch of lists out there, so check those out as well. And Russ, our alma mater, is up 17 nothing and a half. Like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome. That's really good yeah, for the Big 12. It is, it is. So and Hopefully they hold it, not like uh, Arkansas just blew it. Yeah, they're not Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas is trash all year. Garbage. Garbage. Um, but that's it, guys. So uh, we'll be back um, probably like what? Sometime next week, probably after all the bowls, to wrap up uh, college and what we uh, will think about uh, the actual championship game. Okay. We'll plan that out, too, and stuff. All right. Later. Catch you on the flip side.